0: And I'm Kelly, and we're two women, moms, and physical therapists
1: revolutionizing pregnancy and postpartum care. There are so many things that women don't know about their own bodies. We want to help dispel the myths and let you know what's really going on down there. We're highly trained experts who work with women to prevent and heal super common issues like
0: incontinence, painful sex, lower back pain, and everything in between. Welcome to Revel. Okay, Amy, I want to read you an email that I got this morning. Okay, you ready? Yes. Hi Kelly, just wanted to share that I had a very successful induction last Saturday, June 18th, due to onset of gestational hypertension, welcoming Theodore into the world at 38 plus five weeks. It went slowly at first due to not being very dilated or effaced, but things went from three centimeters to baby literally in my vagina within 2.5 hours after breaking my waters and getting the epidural. I advocated for side and only had to push for five minutes, using the candle blow exhaling. Only had a mild first degree tear. Very, very grateful for our work together to prep for this. I'm interested in setting up a postpartum appointment at some point. Would you recommend waiting until after my six week appointment? I hope you are well, Cassie. So oh,
1: do you see my bumpies? <laughs> this you haven't is, read that to me. I
0: haven't. Oh, this is from that's awesome. A patient I worked with virtually,
1: virtually, virtually. Where for, was she from? She's
0: in California.
1: Oh my god! And you're in Denver. I'm in Denver,
0: and we did I want to say about four or five sessions together throughout her pregnancy. Okay, to prep her for pregnancy. How'd she find you? Do you remember? Yes. So um, she found me through her OBGYN. Oh, that's right. Um, who is in California? Stanford OB. Stanford oh OBGYN. Yes, we who? Love her. Um, yeah. Who we've been working with. Yeah. Closely. So this is one of her patients that she recommended um, start working with me, and she jumped on it. I think we started working maybe when she was about right out of her
1: first trimester. Okay. And these are like 45-minute virtual sessions. Is that what y'all are doing right now?
0: Yep. Yeah, Just 45. Anywhere okay. between 30 and 30. And it's yeah, like, 30 like Zoom call, or
1: is it like a phone call? All Zoom. Okay, that's what I was thinking. I know yep. that's what we were doing in Atlanta, too. Yes. So. That's insane.
0: Yep. So that was just a really fun email that I got. I opened it up and read it
1: and it just gave me... Yay, Cassie. Cassie, if you're listening, we're so excited. Yay. Yay.
0: But I think the big thing to to point out here is only push for five minutes. She advocated for herself. This is something that we... I wish
1: we could like highlight that word. Yes. If you could see us. Like I'm doing like the marker to like if I want to like highlight something in the air.
0: (laughs) And... You know, I think the again the big thing is is she used different techniques that are typically
1: taught in the hospital, like lay on your back and hold your breath and act like you're pooping. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So your insides fall out. That's yeah. always real fun. Um, I think that's just like what that's like the main thing for today. Is for us, it is so important. To learn this shit like while you're pregnant. Like mm-hmm. we, yes, we talk so much about like postpartum recovery and pelvic floor physical therapy. And you think physical therapy mm-hmm. to like rehab like after an event. Right. Right. But yet. But it, why not? Why?
0: Why not do things on the forefront to right. prepare your body and you know, do all the things to help prevent. And we actually have a lot of research and Mm -hmm. statistics we're going to read to you guys today, but to prevent a lot of these injuries from happening and to make your postpartum recovery easier. Right.
1: And you think about just pregnancy in general, Mm -hmm. right? Like, like, yay, we're pregnant. You find out like you missed your first period. Usually you're like, okay, I'm like, you know, usually around six weeks is when we find out like we're pregnant, like, oh shit, I haven't had a period. Mm -hmm. You might be tracking, you might be checking. Mm -hmm. You don't go to the doctor until eight weeks you Mm -hmm. feel like shit till about 12 sometimes Mm -hmm. 16 sometimes longer (laughs) and you're having all these ob visits Mm -hmm. to check on baby this is think about this this like pretty it's almost like 42 weeks Mm -hmm. that you're pregnant Mm -hmm. your body think about how much your body's changing Mm -hmm. and when else in your lifetime as a woman as a female or someone that identifies as a female Mm -hmm. is is changing Mm -hmm. yep like you it's not just the weight gain, mm-hmm. it's the hormones, it's mm-hmm. the ligaments, it's the sweet mm-hmm. little pelvis. It's like you're growing this tiny mm-hmm. little human that, like, again, like every single week you're changing.
0: Posture changes, breathing changes, changes, you're waddling, you're not sleeping, Yeah, everything's changing, you know, you're doing all these things to prep and check on baby, Mm -hmm. but there's no standard of care for prepping and taking care of mom through these changes. And you're like,
1: you're like the habitat, Mm -hmm. right? It's kind of like, I think of it as like, we're the little people on earth, but like if we don't take care of our sweet little earth, Mm -hmm. like we're all going to shit, right? So it's like, we have to take care of mom. Mm-hmm. And that is like what we're here for. Mm-hmm. So I think the big thing too is if you think just via virtual, right? Like, and you providing that knowledge for sweet Cassie, mm-hmm. like what must, we can do. I didn't even put my hands on her. I know. So you I have want like magic all hands. of you listeners to imagine
0: yes. Okay, that success story just from a virtual standpoint. Right. How much even more we can do. I mean, don't get me wrong, there's a lot we can do virtually, right. but there's a lot more we can do in person. Because yeah, we do have women coming in to see us in mm-hmm. pregnancy who are already experiencing issues, right? right? They may be having some stress incontinence already. They painful sex, back pain, yes. right? Low back pain's huge. Sciatica, neck emorized. pain. I mean, we all can go the on. things, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, This specific patient came to me and she was not having any issues. She wanted to prep and do all the things to ensure labor and delivery went well. Right. And she had an easy postpartum recovery. Because
1: you're going to be taking care of a baby Mm -hmm. after. Mm -hmm. And it's like, again, I think that's what we think. You're like, well, everybody does it. So many people give birth. Like, it's Mm going to be easy. That's what I thought. I know I told you that before. I'm like... We can all do this. There's, yeah. no, there's no big deal. So, okay. So let's think about this. If that's what we can do virtually. And then now we have people coming in and, and we do. They're like, okay, you know, my doula told me I needed to be here. What mm. are you going to be working on?
0: Yeah. Let's, let's, let's
1: walk everybody through kind
0: of what we would do. Okay. With somebody who comes in in pregnancy.
1: Okay. So say you called me. Yay. Mm-hmm. Um, hi, I'm Amy. You know, I'm co-owner of Ravel. I'm a doctor of physical therapy. I'm so excited that you called. So this is what I love to do when you guys come in. Like we're going to do a zoom out approach. I have to look at you you as a whole woman mm-hmm. right because it's like you're changing not just in your abdomen and your baby and your pelvic floor, like your whole body from mindset and everything mm-hmm. is changing. So we do a zoom out approach. Mm-hmm. Let me, let me, let me take a look at you as a zoom out approach. What's your posture? What's your, you know, your back doing, what's your abdomen doing? How are you feeling? How are you sleeping? How are you pooping? So we ask all of those questions. And then I say, okay, let me check your alignment. This is kind of hands-on. Do you, do we see any like abnormalities in the back muscles and the pelvis? Okay. Now I'm going to have you lie down. Let me check for any like, you know, indicators for ab separation, right? Do we notice anything can you manage your pressure how are you getting in and out of bed let's keep your back safe how's your core functioning yes exactly do you know how to engage your core correctly do you know how to breathe appropriately Mm -hmm. um we were out i think i told you this we went to Rumi's kitchen here in atlanta which shout out it's like one of the best restaurants Mm -hmm. ever and we had um this waiter who was an actor and he sat down with us he was like the sweetest oh my gosh he was so sweet And he like, we just hit it off first off because the first thing he said, he's like, as an actor, you know, I have a breath coach and I'm like, Oh, do you love to sing? He was like, no, because your breath is your powerhouse. The Hmm. breath is so important for everything in the regard of it's going to calm you down. Mm -hmm. It helps, you know, you like verbalize things. It helps you calm down. It's like the breath is so powerful. And I was like, amen (laughs) to you because The breath during labor prep, Mm -hmm. during core contraction, Mm -hmm. during pooping is so important. And that's kind of the foundation of Mm -hmm. a lot of the things that we talk about. And a lot of people do it. Incorrectly, mm-hmm. So we have our hands on you in the, that mm-hmm. first session and say, show me what you think this is. Are you just mm-hmm. using your neck muscles? Are you using the appropriate muscles? Because that diaphragm is going to help push that baby out and help you recover and restore postpartum as well. So after we've assessed the breath, after we've assessed the abdomen, we say, okay, we're going to just assess the vulva. The vulva is what you see in the mirror. Mm-hmm. Do we see any varicosities, any swelling, mm-hmm. any abnormalities, anything that's like, hmm we want to get this checked out further. Right. And then we said, now let's assess the pelvic floor muscles. There's over 13. I'm going to do an external assessment. Then I'm going to do just a very simple internal assessment. I'm going nowhere near your cervix. Mm -hmm. You don't have to worry about that. Mm -hmm. Again, we're going to follow up with the OB, let them know what we find. Are the muscles overactive? Because I'll be darned. If you have muscles that are squeezing and hanging on for dear life, you ain't getting a baby out of there. Not, not without any tearing at least. Mm -hmm. So again, we want to assess that baseline and now this patient knows now, you know what you're up against, Mm -hmm. right? It's like, you didn't even know how to do a contraction or relaxation or even an appropriate bear down with pooping Mm -hmm. before you even got pregnant. And then you're just expected to know how to do this stuff after it's had trauma. Like you Mm -hmm. have to know your baseline Mm -hmm. and then we tailor everything to you there. Mm -hmm. You know, do you want an unmedicated birth? Well then great. Then you need to know a lot of these different positions for pushing. You need to know Mm -hmm. a lot of this labor prep, Mm -hmm. you know, or you're like, nope, hospital epidural. Ooh, Ooh, Like that's me. Great. Let's talk about when the right time for an epidural is. What are your pushing options? You need to practice that pushing and get that motor memory. So when it's game time, you might not have someone coaching you um, to open your glottis and things like that. And I think that's a good segue into what we found. Um, we did like, again, we're such like research nerdies. Um do you want to talk about that? What do we find? What where's
0: that at? So yeah, there's been there's been a couple studies recently over the past couple of years, very very recent studies actually. Um, one of them, the most recent one, um, and the researchers found that individuals, in this case women, who were coached by physical therapists on vocalizing vocalizing oh my lord vocalization Thank you, <laughs> strategies. During pushing, had a statistically significant decrease in more severe perineal tears. So, just to kind of you know recap that for you guys, the physical therapists that were working with these women during the labor, it's like third stage of labor, third stage of labor, pushing, pushing, pushing phases. They were coaching them through specific ways to push and breathe and keep their glottis. It's kind of the back of your throat.
1: not holding your breath. Right. Worst decision ever.
0: And they found that there was a significant decrease in injuries of the perineal area.
1: I.e. less tearing. You didn't tear your vaginas bad. You didn't tear your vaginas bad if you actually pushed appropriately mm-hmm. versus now, just go. And then, the, cause it was like a randomized control. There was like mm-hmm, a control group and then mm-hmm, there was another group yep. and then half the women had the PT in yep. with them during third stage kind of coaching them. Mm-hmm, right. Yep. And then the other half, it was just like, you know, it's a free for all they do yep. doing what they're supposed to. So, so
0: that's a big deal. That's a big deal. So for women who are listening right now, who have had kids, you guys yeah. will will relate to this, and then others who have never had kids, this is going to be a quick little education. So typically, the typical way you are educated in the hospital, and usually, I don't, I I went through a birthing education class, and we didn't, we didn't go through this. I learned it when I was about to push, like five minutes before I was about oh, to push yeah. in the hospital.
1: They like come in hot and they're like, I was in like my throne, right? And I'm like, I'm feeling a lot of pressure. I feel like I need to push. And they're like, no, no, we need to wait for the doctor. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure my body's telling me I need to push. And Mm -hmm. I felt so good. I felt like baby could just like slide out Mm -hmm. and come into this world if I was, if I would have stayed upright. And I had an epidural. Girl, they came in so hot and laid me on my back so fast Mm -hmm. and put my feet up and were like, okay, hold your breath, honey. And I'm like, I don't, but I... It was crazy. Yeah. So crazy. I,
0: again, the way that they do it is they will, you're, you're on your back. Mm-hmm. It's called the mm-hmm. mm-hmm. They ha- typically have your feet up in the stirrups and they, the way they educate you to do it is they say, okay, you're going to take a big deep breath in. You're going to hold your breath for a count of five or count of 10 and you're going to push throughout the count of 10. Is that mm-hmm. how they taught you yeah. as well? Yeah. Yeah.
1: I and was like passed out. They had to give me oxygen because I was like with my, this was my first. I was a mm-hmm. dumbass with my first. Again, hence why I'm, why I'm doing what mm-hmm. I'm doing today. <laughs> I mean, like I, I was seriously like about to pass out because I'm holding my breath for like ever, mm-hmm. it felt like. Mm-hmm. And then on my back. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so like that lithotomy position, I think is like where you were going with this is you have a higher risk of
0: tearing well I think yeah and the unfortunate piece of this is the way that they every piece of the way they teach you how to push in the hospital they don't teach you
1: they just like well yeah, they just, educate
0: you really quickly yes. right I mean mine was like this is how you're gonna do it and I followed oh, the no. instructions and- they just said
1: hold your breath and bear down it was like a go it was like go time like game time yeah I was like I wish someone would have been like okay honey you want you want me to show you what you're supposed to?
0: Well, do? that's yeah. how, that's that's what they did for me. They're yeah. like, this they, is what you're gonna do. You're gonna take a big deep breath in. You're gonna hold your breath for a count of ten. You're gonna push. That's all they told me. Oh geez. So, um, but unfortunately, lying on your back, pushing and holding your breath, those are the like the two worst ways. Worst ways to actually push. I'm
1: gonna repeat that. Worst. Worst. Wait,
0: so I'm going to read you something really quick. Okay? Oh, this is the best. I love this. So th- there was this, another study that was done, and it was kind of like uh, the, the, the purpose of the study, does it matter how you push during childbirth? And the lithotomy position, which again, Amy just said, is on your back with your legs up,
1: actually has up. <laughs> the highest
0: potential for third and fourth
1: degree perineal tears. So let me break that down. We call these, in our world, we call these oasis tears. Mm-hmm. Obstetric, OB, mm-hmm. okay, like, you know, that's, like, down there. Anal, that's your asshole. <laughs> sphincter, that's, like, your legit, like, poop A hole. Muscle that's around, your muscle mm-hmm. around the anus. Obstetric anal sphincter injuries. injuries. Mm-hmm. Like, let, that, let yep. that, like, sink into your brain. Yep. We are talking about your asshole. Mm-hmm. Like, you are ripping to your asshole. Mm-hmm and usually if
0: you deliver in the hospital uh-huh. with an obgyn yeah that that is the typical way you burn yeah. the baby is on your back but feet that's up.
1: what and that's what's so crazy because that's just what they're taught too. Mm-hmm and you know like they they don't have this research in front of them so it's like we can't fault them for that because Mm -hmm. that's how they've learned Mm -hmm. because it gives them the best access for baby Mm -hmm. and And so we have to as women just in general like advocating for yourself and like educating again like we're all on the Mm -hmm. same playing field here and it's like I hope everybody's listening but it's just like like options, there has to be options. Mm -hmm. Like you cannot go in and be told this is how you have to do this Mm -hmm. just because it makes it easier for a provider. The baby needs to come out safely, whether that's in sideline. It literally has a fetal ejection. Like Mm -hmm. the the baby's gonna be like shot out like once it gets to a certain point and the safety of the baby, obviously at that point is most important. But again, minimizing the injury to mom is also Mm -hmm. needs to be up there on that list, which right now it's just not even on the list. Yeah, yeah. So what if we... Did sideline laying on your side, squatting, like a fun little, like they have like birthing squat, mm-hmm. like what do they call it? a squat bar. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Or like the, um, squat stools. Mm-hmm. Like you can kind of squat down low on, on the fours. Hole. Yeah. Or all fours. So,
0: so this is recumbent. These are some of the things that we teach our clients yeah. when we're working with them, whether yeah. it's a, from a virtual standpoint or in person is we're going to go through quote unquote a birthing education. Mm-hmm. Think of it like a birthing education class, but a lot more in depth. Yeah. In regards it's to like, like a, what your body's like doing. like
1: physical birthing. Yeah. And I mean, there's moments too where people are like, I just don't know if I'm pushing correctly. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, let me see. Mm-hmm. And I... Take my little finger and I place it right at that vaginal opening, right on the perineum, Mm -hmm. and I feel like, okay, show me what you think a bear down is. And I'm like, that's beautiful. Or I'm like, you know what? You're actually squeezing your booty hole when Mm -hmm. you think you're bearing down. So if you go into those other positions, sideline squatting, semi-recumbent or all fours, your sweet perineum, the muscle between the vagina and the anus, Mm -hmm. the studies show 61 to 66% intact. Like, I'm sorry, what? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like Sign yeah. me up. Like so sign me up. What we're for doing that. is we're
0: instructing and assessing for can these muscles, actually relax Mm -hmm. versus contracting because the pelvic floor muscles need to actually lengthen and relax in order for us to kind of get baby out. Yes. So we see a lot of women when we're working with them Mm -hmm. that don't know how to do this and we have to educate them and educate these muscles on what they need to be doing during Mm -hmm. labor and delivery.
1: Yep. And then going off of that too, it's like, okay, so now we've done this vulvar assessment. We've, we've assessed the muscles. Yay. That's a great contraction. Wonderful you're bearing down. But now we say, okay, these muscles go, they, they str- I mean, like, that's like a significant stretch and like just a quick review of pelvic floor. Like, so if you think about your vagina and your anus, think about like this U shape of muscles that like swoops around both of them. And it's like this little horseshoe that has to open up massively to allow baby's head to come out. Okay. So these muscles have to stretch up to 250% of their original length. Mm-hmm. Okay. Any other muscle? These are the same muscles that are in your quads and your biceps, and I've mentioned this before. That same normal, kind of muscle, same kind of mm-hmm. muscle, skeletal muscles, right? That are like contract yep. and relax and have power. Um, if those muscles stretch, normal muscles up to one hundred and fifty percent, they have a risk for tearing. Mm-hmm. Your pelvic floor can stretch up to two hundred fifty percent. We'll let you guys do the math. Mm-hmm. So what if? What if? We treated these muscles like we're prepping for, I don't know, a knee surgery, Mm -hmm. range of motion, right? Mm -hmm. You're going in for an ACL. They want full range of motion of the muscles Mm -hmm. before they even go in for surgery Mm -hmm. because once those muscles have trauma Mm -hmm. and if they have a decreased length, when you go in, it's nine times, nine times, 10 times harder Mm -hmm. to rehab it after. Mm -hmm. So what we do is we teach what's called perineal massage. Mm -hmm. Okay. And perineal massage is going to like, you know, the, the big thing is like, does it help prevent tears? So this is the thing. Warm compressions can decrease like some of these like Oasis, like those like grade threes and fours tearing to your assholes. That seems to be the same for the perineal massage as well. So again, teaching- and that was a study that was done back in, I think 2017. 2017 yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're not just like making this stuff up. We like mm-hmm. really we, like researched hard. Mm-hmm. Um, because we want to bring you guys, like, some legit information. We don't just mm-hmm. be like, this is how we feel. And we just think it should be. Well,
0: and there was an, a more recent one done in 2020. Uh-huh. Um, and that one found that you know, educating patients on pelvic floor disorders, Mm -hmm. retraining the pelvic floor muscles, kind of what we were just talking about, teaching them how to lengthen, what to do, Mm -hmm. but also performing perineal massage led to a decrease in episiotomies, perineal tears, and postnatal pain. So episiotomies is where
1: they take, like, they literally just go snip, snip, and they just snip the muscles, right? Like the muscles aren't stretching, let's just snip them and go ahead and give them like a laceration. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Tearing is actually like a physical tear, like you're tearing a sheet of paper. And then the other and like that postnatal pain, because ouch, right. It's a muscle that's been torn. It doesn't feel good. So if we can come in, usually we recommend between 35, 34 and 35 weeks. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'll go as early as 32, mm-hmm. um, just to start because it's, sometimes it's like a little like, what am I doing? I'm stretching my vagina. You're like, no, you're teaching the muscles that stretch is okay. Mm-hmm. My sweet little daughter, she's a gymnast, right? I would not send her, I'm like, okay, baby, let's go do your back handspring and you're split on the beam without having her one train for that Perfect. and two yeah. make her little sweet I mean they're so cute when they go and warm up but they like warm up and they do their active stretching and I've even done massage on her little legs because she gets so sore sometimes too it's like we're prepping her for this like big event hmm why are we not doing this before birth? Mm-hmm. Like that's a major, major event. Yeah. And again,
0: I think that goes back to the you know, example you were just talking about with knee surgeries. That's yeah. become standard of care for people oh, yeah. who are going in to have knee replacements. during prehab. prehab. Prehab, right? Mm-hmm. That's standard of care. They are going through, you know, a subset of physical therapy, you know, X amount of visits before yep. they go in for surgery to yep. prep their body. Why are we not doing this for women?
1: So I'm going to go... And again, you stop me because, you know, I love to get on my tangents. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go on like a woman power tangent really Mm -hmm. quick. There's nothing more that pisses me off than athletes. Okay. That get this just supreme care, you know, oh, you have an ankle sprain. Let's rehab the shit out of it. Oh, you're going to go in for a knee surgery. We have to get you back to optimally performing. We're going to give you everything that you need. Mm -hmm. Well, here we come as women, as providers, not only for our home, but for our children. And I'll be damned if we aren't a pivotal part of this society. And again, I just feel like we've been shot on lately. Mm-hmm. Like whenever you guys listen to this, this is like this is like the month of like, oh, formula shortage and no more tampons. So it's like you can't feed your babies and you're going to just bleed and you're not going to have anything to catch that. Oh, yeah. And don't forget Roe v. Wade. Mm-hmm. So it's like this is a time right now. Kelly and I have had a really just like our hearts have been really heavy just with everything we feel like we're getting stripped of all of these rights so it is our mission and we've said this before like we will not stop until we de- we deserve and we all should be demanding that we get this care to prep our bodies so we can optimally function as not only women but as as wives as partners as moms mm-hmm. as athletes as all of that. Mm-hmm. And we're not, I'm like getting, I'm like shaking over mm-hmm. here. I'm so angry, but it's like, we need to be demanding that our mm-hmm. prehab for mm-hmm. every pregnant woman should be standard of care. Correct. And, and I think also insane. my big
0: thing is, is how would these statistics in the postpartum phase right, with stress incontinence, yes. prolapse, diastasis, recti, back pain, all of the things. Mm-hmm. How would these stats change if every woman was going through
1: prehab give me one session right just give me a couple one sessions session. yeah
0: while you're pregnant how would we be able to change these statistics that women are experiencing in the postpartum phase yes I personally truly believe it would be vastly different
1: and so then let's take that one step further maternal mental health mm-hmm. like if you're looking right here And you've had to have like, okay, if we can just do a little bit of pelvic floor muscle retraining and perineal massage, if it's going to lead to decreased postnatal pain, think how mentally, how much better off you're going to be. And now surprise, you got to return. You get your six weeks of, uh, you know, you know, unpaid maternity leave. Mm -hmm. Like that's nothing. Anybody else Mm post-surgery, um, anybody else trauma, Mm -hmm. like it's eight to 12 weeks for optimal healing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but this good old a United joke. States gives us six weeks. You mm-hmm. know, my first six weeks unpaid, and then mm-hmm. luckily I had FMLA. Yeah, I got a whopping five hundred dollars, five hundred dollars a month. Like what? I can't even like that's like groceries. Mm-hmm. You know, thank God I didn't have to buy formula at that mm-hmm. time. Yeah, even fine formula. It's like so. It's yeah. like give a give us one. Advocate for yourselves. Mm -hmm. Like, let us, like, we will advocate for you. But it's like, ask the questions. Reach out on social media. Like, don't just research, like, what does baby need? And your baby monitor and that, like, awesome stroller, like, what is your body going to go through? Because this is lifelong stuff. Mm-hmm. Cause now we yeah. have women that are 50 and 60 and going on fourth surgeries for abdominal hernias mm-hmm. and having crazy perineal pain. Mesh and surgeries mesh, yes. for incontinence and prolapse. And it's like how many times I know we, we talked about this too. Like even my mom, she's now 70, but um, you know, she's really, she's like, if I just had someone like you when mm-hmm. I was your age mm-hmm. and now I have two daughters And they're going to have the most prepped pelvic floors. (laughs) Like hopefully they'll want to have kids one day. I won't Mm -hmm. push that on them. But it's just like for them to have that knowledge, Mm -hmm. right? For them to have that knowledge. And that's really what we want you guys to get out of this is like advocating, having the knowledge, knowing that we are here for you. We have your best interest in mind. We will answer all of the questions. And that, again, a little bit of prep work goes a long, long way. And
0: Going back to the email that I read from the start, you know, this patient said, verbatim I advocated for sideline and only had to push for five minutes I walked her through that I had her double check with her OBGYN Mm -hmm. before you know I think it was like at her 37 38 week appointment is this okay that I request this instead of being on my back OB was fine with it Yes, she advocated for herself And I, you know, I I don't want to say that I did everything, but I helped guide her through like what to do and what to ask for. And she had a very successful, you
1: know, what you did for her, you empowered her. Mm -hmm. That's it. At the end of the day, you empowered her. That's what we hope to do for every
0: woman. We hope that today we were able to get across the importance of, you know, again, even if it's just one or two sessions, what we can do and how we can help women in the prenatal face yeah we got your pregnancy face and your front yeah
1: We hope you learned something new about you today. We encourage you to share this podcast with your friends that might have questions about pelvic floor or women's health. If you have more questions or are interested in getting treatment, please
0: visit us at therevelle.com. That's the R-E-V-E-L-L-E.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at the.revelle or Facebook at facebook.com backslash the.revelle.